0: You're welcome to another episode of Called to Marriage. My name is Thomas.
1: And I'm Marcia.
0: Today we... (laughs) I
1: was going to say, and this is Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Who you'll pretty much only see the back of his head today because he's taking a nap, which is how we need him to be in order to accomplish this podcast. (laughs) Right.
0: We literally recorded an earlier one. And, you know, we had some interruptions and we had to make sure that Charlie was all sorted out before re recording this so well anyway we're going to talk about postpartum and learning to be parents today and there's no better way of talking about learning to be parents than learning to deal with charlie while trying to record a podcast so i'm going to take our scripture for today from james chapter 1 verse 5. james chapter 1 verse 5 the bible says If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Amen. I'm going to take it again. (laughs) Amen. No, that's fine. (laughs) Okay.
1: So if you lack wisdom, ask of God. He'll give liberally, right? Um, The reason why we chose this scripture is because... In a previous episode of the podcast, we had mentioned how, you know, I'd been reading books about pregnancy, about childbirth, getting ready for all that. And it was just going to be too much to also try to figure out this whole parenting thing in advance. I mean, even no matter how much, you know, learning you do in advance, in any case, You never know what's going to happen. You never know what kind of child you'll have. And at the end of the day, it's going to take the grace of God and the equipping of God, which is what we were trusting God for. And so we've been praying, you know, that God would give us the wisdom. And we believe that he is giving us the wisdom day by day to know how to be parents. Um, And today's topic is about postpartum and learning how to be parents. And so in that learning, it's it's really just a trusting, a trusting God that- He'll give us the wisdom right. to specifically to parent this one and to parent all those who are, um, who are ours to parent in this life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the last episode we were talking about expectations of being parents, preparing to be parents. And we talked about the fact that, you know, you can't really... Planning to be parents, I meant to say.
1: No, I meant to say that. I, the reason I did that is because it's the episode before last. Because the other one was... The the last one is uh, the pregnancy one. Dealing with pregnancy.
0: You mean the last episode? That's the last episode. The one we just posted. That's what, the one we talked about planning.
1: Right, but that's not going to be... But there's going to be one that's going to come before this one.
0: Oh, this one on. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right, you're right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about how... Parenting itself really is a matter of not being totally in control of everything that happens. And so obviously you you need to prepare and it's good. It's wise to prepare, but generally speaking, it's a learning platform for parents as well. So we, we're just going to lean on God. And that is exactly what James talks about here. You know, when you lack wisdom, ask God, we've never been parents. We've never been to school to learn how to parent. And so the most important thing we need now in this season is the wisdom of God, how to know what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and where to do it. Mm-hmm. Very important.
1: All right. So um, let's talk about postpartum. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time here, but I felt it was important to say just some few things about the postpartum time. Uh, I'll speak from my perspective. Thomas will speak from his um, postpartum is not really something I prepared for. Um, you often hear people say it'll take about six weeks to recover. Yeah. Or at least that's what you even assume, because a lot of times jobs will only give you six weeks. <laughs> um <laughs> if only you guys could see from my uh point of view. I <laughs> like, what? It's taking six a very days? cute nap here. No way, mommy. <laughs> um So I've heard it said that way. I've also heard people say, um, after I gave birth anyway, when people were trying to, you know, encourage me, they were like, you know what? It takes nine months, nine to 10 months to form the baby, to be pregnant and make the baby. So it's going to take another, you know, 10 months for you to really, really completely heal. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then I wondered to myself, well, what about people who, you know, get pregnant before nine months? Do they get pregnant while they're still healing? Like, that's complicated. That's nine months. Who get pregnant again before Um, nine months months. have passed? Yeah. And and so I'm like, that's that's there's just so much to think about. So at the end of the day, you know, your journey is yours. Yeah. When it comes to postpartum, the the most important thing I think I want to say is don't have that expectation of yourself that you're going to heal in 6 weeks that you will even heal in necessarily 3 months or um even even the 9 month mark I mean I would hope that we would be healed I'm not there yet to say but even at that point the truth is you're never going to be the same again and so just don't even really think that way um from my experience I'm still in the healing process so I know that 6 weeks wasn't enough time for me he's 9 weeks now we're 9 weeks postpartum um I'm still healing. But at the end of the day, um, I'm a new person, right? Like my body's never going to be exactly the same as it was. My mind, my thinking. I'm a mother now. He's here. He'll never not be a part of our lives ever again. And so there's a newness that comes with the postpartum period. And so we just have to embrace that. And yeah, so I want to encourage you to do that. And so for me, just briefly you know emotionally i was very kind of unstable almost (laughs) when he first came i was a lot of crying a lot of high emotions both in the positive direction and in the negative direction right because things get hard and at the same time you have like this lovely baby who came out of your own body you know but um so there were a lot of highs and lows that are now stabling out um physically um still healing physically as well, like i said um but feeling way better, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can do full activity based on... We did, we did a little hike yesterday. It wasn't really a hike because it was, you know, level yeah, level yeah. ground, but it was quite a long walk right. in. My Close body... Park. Yeah, my body spoke to me after. and <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, you're still maybe not ready for that much activity yet. Go
0: easy on yourself.
1: Go easy on yourself. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, let's say like my stomach went down like a week after I gave birth. I honestly, in some ways... yeah. Yeah. And in some ways I feel like I look better than I did before I was pregnant. Um, But, you know, there are other things that, yeah, that are still taking time to heal. (laughs) So. So, yeah, so that's postpartum. And one last thing I want to say about postpartum from my perspective is that uh, another thing you'll commonly hear is that when you become a mom, Your baby's going to be the love of your life. Oh, it's magical. It's delicious. It's, you know, it's (laughs) yeah, it's romantic. It's all these things, you know, in the movies. Yeah. And (laughs) it just wasn't that for me, you know, and it's not because I don't love him. I think it goes without saying that I love him. He came out of my own body, obviously. But um, I understand people who just don't have those like strong feelings right away. I do think for some of us, it develops over time yes and i think what i felt when i saw him i'm not gonna lie like to describe my feelings when i first birthed oh his name is charles by the way i don't know if we announced that but his name is charles our son because that's another thing we should announce he's his son because <laughs> we didn't know the gender in advance but um i just felt like wow like i this was what was in my body like for all those months like yeah Whoa, like it just was surreal. Was and yeah, it was a positive feeling, but it was also like a little bit of an unknown, like, wow, here's this human being. And yeah. and honestly, the overwhelming feeling that I felt was a sense of responsibility. It's like, okay, he's here now. Like, this is it. It's go time. Like, I have to
0: take care of him.
1: Yes, I have to care for him. Like, it's just a huge, it's a huge sense, sense of responsibility because being a parent is an honor. Um, it's a gift from God. Children are a gift from God. And it's, a, and it's just a big responsibility. And it's something to be taken very seriously. It's not something to be taken lightly at all. Yeah. And I don't take it lightly. So that's more so what I felt realistically from my point of view. But you can say from your point of view and all other things postpartum. from yeah, your I totally paternal... <laughs> agree with everything
0: you said. It's said. not something to be taken lightly. Um, but I would say, though, she's been doing an amazing job. Given that it's our first time, both of us, this this is the first time we're ever having a baby. So there was a lot of learning to do. And what I have learned is that she can learn quickly. She learns what she needs to learn so she can apply them like right now and then. And she's been doing excellent at that. Like she just snaps and then she learns something quickly and she's already using it like she knew it before she even had the baby. So that's been excellent, and I have lit- I've literally stood to watch her and admire her from a distance, you know, just looking at her be a mother. It's just awesome. Right from the day she, from the day she had Charlie, I mean, we, we were, I was here. We, I recorded everything, so watching her do what she did was like she nailed it, you know. She just did it like flawlessly, even though I know it's God who strengthened her. She, she had a strong mindset going into it. And you could tell that she was ready for this, even though she also didn't really know what to expect. Uh, but she did it and she's doing an amazing job. Um, I just wanted to say that before I, you know, spoke from my perspective
1: That's very kind.
0: Postpartum is concerned.
1: Very big words. (laughs) And right back at him from the father perspective. He's been excellent. I mean, I could spend a whole podcast episode talking about that, but it's your turn to talk now, so I won't interrupt too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for me, obviously I didn't carry this baby. I didn't birth this baby, so I can't talk about postpartum from the physiological point of view because I didn't really feel anything in my body so it's mostly psychological and emotional and you know just looking at this little thing laying down especially when he's sleeping you know I take a good look at him and I I feel like yeah this is my son this is my child it's awesome you know and earlier I was saying that when Charlie came out It felt as though time ceased, you know, time was paused or halted and nothing meant anything to me except, you know, taking care of Charlie and my wife. That's all that meant something to me for like three, four days, maybe for even a week, Mm -hmm. like a week. I, I even forgot to take showers. Like, I'm not kidding. It's, I would wake up and would not care about anything. I wouldn't care about eating. I wouldn't care about doing anything. All I'll care about would be to be there for them, take care of them, you know, um, get this for me, get that for me, hold Charlie, um, clean up, do this, do that. And it took it took some time for me to kind of like, you know, <laughs> ease myself into being a father. And I guess that was a transitional period of waking up and thinking about Say myself, and maybe immediately thinking about what am I gonna eat for breakfast.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Relatable.
0: (laughs) Slowly transitioning from that to, as soon as I wake up, where's Charlie? Is he awake? Is he okay? We need to change his diaper. Do I need to take him from his mom so his mom can have some time to do other things? That's all I care about now. So that period that that's how the postpartum came to me. That's how I experienced it. That shift from an individualistic perspective, even though I did care about my wife before Charlie came, but mm-hmm. it's like an add-on, another mm-hmm. layer. to Okay, well, you need to check on this little thing before you go to any other thing. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful, I think. As a father, it makes me feel good. Um, it's fulfilling, and it fills my heart with gratitude you know i'm just thankful to god for giving us this wonderful gift i see myself in him i see his mother in in him it's it's just this words cannot even explain it and it's wonderful i think it's a privilege to um be a father and be the man of this home and care for them and help them however um, they need to be helped and that's how I experienced the postpartum period. Mm-hmm. That's how it came to me. But to take away the highlight is the strength of my wife. You know how strong she can be. That's the thing that stood out to me watching her deliver the baby. Um, I know they always say that if you watch it, it's going to change. <laughs> it's going to change something about you know how you perceive your wife, and it is true. It, it does speak to you about your wife and how valuable, it's priceless, you know, the strength of a woman, the strength of my wife is just priceless, you know, and the strength that she brings to our home, how she takes care of this baby, it's, it's awesome, it's not easy staying at home with the baby, you know, all day long, um, so I really applaud her for that, so it's just been revealing to me, observing things, looking at how strong she is in different areas that I wasn't really paying attention to. Before the baby came, that's how I experienced the postpartum.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a lot of high praise. <laughs> okay, the truth, uh, I'm humbled, yeah. guys. It's uh, I'm way less than perfect, but I appreciate the appreciation because it was hard work and it is hard work. Yeah, but he works hard too. Um,
0: Into parenting.
1: Yeah, right into parenting. I was trying to remember, did we actually mention some few key things about the uh, the birth before we...
0: Yeah, we can... I can't remember if we already,
1: because because we're (laughs) re-recording. I can't remember if we already said it this time. I know, right? So, okay. So, let me just, like, I'll say it and then then just take us right into learning to be parents. So, in case you didn't know, by the way, uh, when he talks about... Because when you said that you saw me give birth, uh, a lot of people didn't get to see um they well yes, okay houses. to be fair they should have been able to but covid made things complicated so yeah. there were instances in which you know you don't get to see from the same perspective um but in any case we had a plan to give birth at home that's exactly what we did and so he really was like up close and personal with everything and um it's awesome yep yeah, so charlie was born at home um with I had, we had a team of midwives. They were amazing. They walked with me through postpartum shout out to them. They were really excellent. Yes. And, um, you were really excellent. You already mentioned all that, what you did, but just being there not caring about, you know, the little things, but really being there for me for being there for Charlie. Um, so it was a great experience. And yes, we both were very strong because you have to be, I mean, when you become a parent and I know I've said this in another podcast too, but it's just so great. And also so important to have, your spouse with you when bringing new life into the world. Yes. And I said spouse. (laughs) Okay. So yes. Um, Anyway, so bam, Charlie's here. (laughs) We've got to learn to be parents, you know, (laughs) we've got to learn. Yeah. And we don't know what we're doing. And like we said in the beginning of the podcast, We've been trusting God and we're trusting God and that's how it's been. So learning how to be parents. Um the thing I, I want to say here. What is it that I want to say?
0: <laughs> this is what I've been dealing with. <laughs> See? I need to pay attention, not for me. <laughs> I can't I can't let anything distract me. I need to watch everything she's saying.
1: Yeah. You know oh family. you We're know good. what it is okay, got it. <laughs> oh my gosh i almost woke up tri- oh my gosh i think i woke him up oh no go back to sleep you'll yeah, we'll be, oh. we'll be fine oh no you're okay you're okay you're okay <laughs> okay let me we need to wrap this up no okay so the thing that i wanted to say about learning to be parents is um Be led by the Holy Spirit and be firm in what you decide to do concerning your family, concerning your child and all that. Because, again, mentioned in previous podcasts, uh, Thomas did mention this and um, everything that we planned thank God we were able to have things more or less that way in terms of like giving birth at home. We wanted to, bre- I wanted to breastfeed him. I'm breastfeeding him exclusively. Yeah. We wanted to, um, we wanted for me to be stay-at-home mom, for him to take on, you know, the physical responsibility. Ah. That is exactly what we did. It's none of it's easy, but all of it's worth it. And all of it is what we wanted and what we decided. And yeah. there will be obstacles along the way. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. And- on it people will encourage you to do things in a way that's not what you wanted or what you planned or whatever. And at the end of the day, if it's what you want for your family and then you need to be firm. Um, If you think it's what's best for your child, you really need to be firm. There are a lot of obstacles along the way. Um, So learning to be a parent, that was something that we, you know, we had planned all those things in advance, but that like is the same thing that I need now that he's here in the world, in order to parent him, is that as I'm caring for him, not pleasing, like not caring about pleasing others, but rather doing what I know is best for him or what I really feel led to do, regardless of what other human beings have to say about it. So (laughs) yes, the learning for me, that has been the biggest lesson so far in learning to be a parent is really just sticking to what I, what we feel led to do.
0: Right. Um, I mean, people like to be conventional, you know. There's a way that most people do things. Even choosing to have Charlie at home you know, came easy to us, but as far as the world out there, it's like "Uh, are you guys sure about this? How is it going to be their doubt? And we understand all that because people are not used to it, even though it's becoming more and more popular these days. Um, But it's something that the Lord led my wife to do. <laughs> she, she understood it even more after she had, she had had the baby, which I so much appreciate that she was able to fully understand that God was leading her to do that. And I just supported her to do that. I believe every woman deserves a chance to-
1: Pause. <laughs> you know why? Because-
0: that's parenting right there. <laughs> yes.
1: We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> And we're back. As you were saying, my love.
0: Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. People like to do things in a conventional way, in a way that they are used to doing them. And usually, you know, as humans as we are, we try to force our opinions on others, but it doesn't always work like that. So when it comes to parenting, I totally agree with everything my wife said. It's all about, it's a lot more about the child, but it's also really about the parents. The parents growing up, the parents maturing, the parents being decisive. You cannot be just carried about by anything any idea, any thought that you have. Parents need to be firm. That's what parenting is about, right? You need to make firm decisions and Mm -hmm. you need to make and remake your decisions again to reaffirm them, to say, I said I was going to do this and I haven't changed my mind, even though it seems challenging. I know the value in it. So it's all about values. What do you value? What, what are the things that you care about? Some parents care, care about you know, being fashionable and that's how they approach parenting. Mm-hmm. They adorn their babies and they look beautiful they look excellent and i'm pretty sure they feel happy when people tell them your baby looks good mm-hmm. it's all all dressed up properly nicely dressed up he's killing it or she's killing it to them it sounds good <laughs> so it's just a matter of figuring out what your values are and that comes back to our spiritual identities as christians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are things that we value um as far as parenting is concerned. And those are the things that we want to make sure take the central place in parenting this boy and mm-hmm. any other child we're gonna have for that matter. It's not really about catching up with a train. It's not really about um, even pleasing our own selves. It's not, it's really about passing on values. And it starts with little decisions or simple decisions as how you're gonna do things it might not seem as directly influential, but if you value simplicity as we do, it's going to influence how you do some of the things we did. Like how are we going to have the baby? What things are we going to buy? We don't want to swam up our apartment with a bunch of things because we like to be simple. We like to look for the simplest approach to doing things. And that's just one example. So it's really about, again, I repeat, um, knowing what your values are and stating your value proposition as they say in other fields Mm -hmm. (laughs) and carrying them out before you go out into the world if you go out into the world all blank like that looking at people's values and trying to pick from people's trees you're going to end up with conflicting ideas like um i want to do this but this one doesn't agree with that so you need to really stay take a step backward And ask yourself, what are our values? Mm -hmm. It's a conversation we we had for not just one year, but two years, three years before we got pregnant to have Charlie. We were constantly having those conversations. This is what we value. This is the, the thing that we care about. We want our child to have this. And so this is how we're going to parent our child. And so that grows us as parents, I believe. That's why I said that it's not really about the child alone. It's also about the parents growing up, the parents maturing, and parenting definitely does something to you. You take a decision in your home, you step out into the world, and there are so many things conflicting or challenging your decisions. Now, it's up to you to say, I know why I chose to do this and stick with it. Else, you're just gonna be, I don't know, you're not gonna be a parent. You say, I'll do this with my child. This is how I'm gonna raise my child. You go out there and somebody challenges you and you say, oh, OK, no, forget it. I will do what you say. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not no parenting.
1: Sometimes you even feel that the decision you made would be good. Decisions you make would be good for others as well. But at the end of the day, it is more it's not re- really about right and wrong. It's about value. So it's fine if yeah. you want your child to have um, really beautiful clothes um, and especially if you can afford to do that for them. That's great. And if another person wants to put their kid in hand-me-downs, That is okay. That's great. Yes. And you don't need to make someone, a parent, feel bad that their child is wearing secondhand clothes. And you also don't need to impose your views by always bringing new clothes over. You know, (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, you might not say it, but we feel it. You know, like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not that we don't want to buy new clothes for our child. It's just, it's about our
1: values. And value,
0: (laughs) spending money buying new clothes your clothes at this point yes it's, and i'm personalizing okay it
1: but that's not exactly that didn't exactly happen to us but i but it's not far from something that we've experienced yeah, so the point up. is yeah it's made up but <laughs> but it's not far but anyway the point is um yes stick to your values and don't also you know overimpose yourself on others too anyway so that's a point related to parenting but we kind of brought it out into the general you know general wisdom i guess yeah
0: yeah Yeah, i was gonna say you've got a lot to say it's (laughs) not that you you shouldn't listen to people that's not a point we are trying to make here we're not saying um when you go out there don't even listen to any wisdom out there because we also have another value of learning and (laughs) um especially learning from people who have done what we are doing now so that sort of balances out we have our values but we do also want to talk to people a matter of fact we do want to talk to people that we have in our lives that we respect who have done what we are doing now uh, about how they dealt with certain things so when it comes to the day-to-day aspect of being parents it's not like we've got it all squared out hold hold your tongue, don't even say anything to us, we don't need to hear anything from you. Matter of fact, we are open to learning from other parents and we get a lot of advice from the um, experienced parents that we know and they have been very helpful to us. So it's not to say that don't listen to anyone, Um, that's also not wise. So -hmm. there's a line in between not just going out into the world and doing what everyone else is doing, and on the other hand, locking up.
1: Right, to your where you mind. can't hear wisdom. I'm
0: not open to anything. You can't hear any wisdom. You might be mm-hmm. doing something that it's not evil, but it's not real. It's far from right. You could be doing better. Let's say maybe you're doing well, but someone might show you a few tricks that would make you even a better parent. Don't you like well, that? that could
1: just yeah, that could just be helpful. You
0: know? Right, That could be helpful. So that's good. And I wanted to clarify that.
1: Yes. Okay. This, the ending has been hard. Grace, if you, if I misspoke somewhere, honestly, because when Charlie starts, you know, getting a little bit rowdy, I, my mind starts to not be as clear, you know, in my thinking and speaking. So, yeah, but he's doing well now. So that's been, you know, another thing, learning to be parents, you know, just dealing with like, um, Having him out, you know, in social settings, let's say, or maybe on camera in this instance, you know, dealing with, okay, he's, we're not sure what's going on with him or it's going to take a little while to, you know, fix whatever the issue is that's making him cry or whine. And meanwhile, maybe we're in the middle of something like maybe... Like we're in the front at the church and doing baby dedication <laughs> and he's getting fussy. And it's like, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to figure out and keep your composure and figure out how to yeah. deal with, you know, a baby who can't communicate with you. So that's also part of the learning. Anyway, that's right. a little bit of a, not a tangent, but a ramble at the end there. Yeah. Okay. So I would yeah. say
0: though, um, I always like to give, you know, a perspective as a man or as a husband and i would say though um i would say that it's really good to support your wife i i don't subscribe to you know strong traditional values even though i have a huge respect for tradition i think when it comes to parenting especially at this stage it's work And it it really needs all hands on deck, like really. And if you're a man and, you know, maybe you weren't brought up to know how to handle babies, to know how to do certain things, it's a great opportunity to learn. We go to school to learn a lot of things. We spend time learning a lot of things. It would be really nice. Any little thing you're able to do for your wife would save her a ton, like really, because women go through a lot. Breastfeeding this guy—it's a full-time
1: job. It's not <laughs> easy.
0: I'm telling you, it's not easy. I watch my wife all the time, and so I'm always looking for avenues to step in to say, "Let me have him." Yeah, I can go play with him a little bit. Uh, I can go sit with him in my office and do some work, or walk with him a little bit. Just whatever it is, even if it's just five minutes, if your wife can just pick her phone up and make that quick call within that ten minutes, I'm telling you, she's going to feel better. Uh, mentally it's going to lift off some weight Uh, and so i'm just speaking from a man's perspective that shout out to all the fathers out there um doing a wonderful job um i'm learning from (laughs) my siblings too and if you you know find yourself not really plugging in please Mm -hmm. do because there's there's blessings you know there are so many blessings that come with it and there's so much to learn right from this stage as a father. If you're waiting to, you know, for him to grow up and then you can step in and be the father, you're gonna miss out on a lot of things. Learning his personality and his character, forming, seeing it form and all that will help you know how to deal with him. That's what I'm learning. This is not somebody's words. This is from my own experience. So I just wanna say that as a man, I will speak for men. And I would say thank you to all the men out there doing a wonderful job, all the husbands out there helping their wives through stages like this one. And if, for, for any reason, if you don't feel comfortable doing this, just ask your wife, how can I help you? Tell me what to do. You know, let your wife guide you. Do this for me. If you could do this, it would be nice. If you do the dishes, it would be nice. If you could go get gro- groceries, it would be nice. And just try to be more intentional about it, like look for times in between i'm
1: sorry <laughs> i'm trying so hard he's giving all these smiles he's talking and smiling yes he has a lot to say okay anyway mm-hmm. yeah
0: just find time be intentional about being a husband and a father at home be intentional about looking at you know what's going on around you and steal something out of the time say okay i can step in to do this i can do that and that would be very helpful. And for us as husband and wife, it, it's definitely um, building our bond even better. You know, just sure. doing this together. It's like working on a project together. Uh, we're learning ourselves more and more. I feel more intimate with my wife now. Yeah. than I, when I first married her,
1: wow. when we first
0: got married, it's, it's not even comparable. And I think it's because of having a child and kind of like creating the bond between us. And sharing this boy together and working together on raising him. So that's what I wanted to say.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch every single word. I'm not going to lie to you <laughs> because he was so chatty. Charlie, would you like to say something to these people? Because you are just so chatty before we go. Chattie you ch- want to ch- say something? Chatty, Charlie. <laughs> <jolly.
0: laughs>
1: Okay. I think he only wanted to talk when Daddy talked, not <laughs> <laughs> not by himself. <laughs> Daddy's voice activates his voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, <boy>. So <laughs> thank you though. What I, I know what you said was important. I did catch obviously the main idea. And I honestly like I said earlier, I think I said earlier if it wasn't if it was in this recording. <laughs> 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 There's just so much I could say about how excellent he's been. And yes, fathers, you have a huge role to play. Don't be shy. Okay. Um, Man, I just, there's just so much I could say, but I'm just going to let it be, you know, what it is and end here. Do we want to, do we want to do takeaways?
0: I want to say a big thank you to all of you guys. You know, um, we haven't been that consistent, obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, but. Um, I'm thankful to everyone out there who who would see this, who is going to learn something from this, who is going to connect with us in one way or the other. And we like feedback. So talk to us. For sure. Comment, tell us what you're learning. Try to, you know. Ask questions. Things that we could do to improve and, you know, all of that. Leave
1: a comment. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, Charlie? (laughs) Just him breathing.
0: Yeah. That's all you're saying? <laughs> you got nothing else to say? Oh, my.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> and for being gracious with us through this process of this being our first podcast episode with this new little guy. And uh, we love you guys. See you next time. See <laughs> you next time. We love you. Oh, happy, happy Charlie. Good Mm -hmm. job, Charlie.